everybody. Welcome to another episode of Gaming Gone Where. This is number 48 of the pod. We do it for the memes, we do it for the stream, and we do it for the Gaming Gone Weird team. And that is not Nick A30. That is completely ours, and we did not steal that whatsoever. My name is Nick Tana, and my favorite Pokemon is Chinchino. Hopefully everybody is having a great freaking day today, man. I'm excited. I'm joined by no other than the man himself, the Nintendo Switch grinder, the Pikmin Slayer. He's hyped, Facts. he's ready, and look, Facts. he has a little ghost in the back hanging out with him. I wish I had friends behind me, but I don't. But we have the main man himself. You guys call him Peter. I call him my best friend. Peter, man, how you doing? What's been up, dude? It's been another hot week uh, in Atlanta. Dude, um, I think, like, we should turn this low-key into, like, gaming gone weather. Because, like, at some point, like, we just, like, we have to talk about how, like, crazy hot has been getting okay I, so like actually it's been kind of cooler a little bit in Ohio. a little bit we're I talking like should, 70s ish i think we should get weather borders around our squares that'd be tough it'll just be like it'll just be heat some kind of like fire around right and then in the winter maybe some some lights in the corners right and then instead of like having it like make it look like a Fortnite map right Yes. And instead of having like Fortnite like locations, it has like actual locations, and yes. it's like yeah, yeah. where it's like where are we landing, where are we landing, boys, like type right. shit. You know what I'm saying? Like where are we landing, boys? Right. I'm in, I'm in with that. I'm uh yeah, it's hot. Uh, I just came down from your neck of the woods for work. From just mm-hmm. spent a few days in Cincinnati. Saw some friends up there. Uh, football season's coming. Uh, we're advancing our way through Pikmin two. We're over sixty percent done. Hopefully, over 60 percent uh, okay no, that's over halfway that's over halfway uh and then we'll be starting pigment three after that and then we played a game we'll talk about it on the show so we can keep we'll uh, we'll hold it for now i'm trying mm-hmm. to playing. uh i've been playing a lot of mock drafts for, for for fantasy and then um yeah i mean dude i've just been playing a ton of switch this week that's really where i've been and this new like, game. I feel like about. you've been really auditioning for the Out of Bounds podcast, the way you just love talking about football and everything. <laughs> dude, like, I think it, if they ever just... need a third guy, dude, trust me, I will recommend you. Uh, okay. I'll push the word out. But no, dude, like, can you tell people that Ohio really isn't that bad? Come on, man. I like, can't tell them that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <right. laughs> okay, nice. Just, nice. Okay. I'm just um, saying, man. Man, that's kind of crazy. Like, I, I wish I could have saw you when you were here in Ohio, man. I just. To be I, fair. To be fair, I my customers aren't in this like in the cities, right? So they're all on the outskirts, small towns, um, lots of uh, rural kind of farming areas. So when I am driving through all this stuff, I'm not seeing. I'm not seeing. I mean, I'm seeing Ohio, but I'm not seeing what there is to offer, really. Okay, in in the most respectful way, right? Yeah. not disrespectful, but definitely disrespectful. Uh, I'll take the answer. <laughs> so, I this appreciate is the it. Stadium? That was sick. Oh, we, we we drove that. Like so, when we go to Florida, we drive by that and we'll see it, and it looks pretty cool, actually. Um, yeah, it's nice. I'm more familiar with the Lions Stadium, unfortunately, because we have to go to see. Like, if we want to go see the Falcons play, we have to go see them mm-hmm. when they play the Lions. But one day, Peter did offer that I can come to his house and crash if I want to see a Falcons game. So I'm looking forward to that. Um. But yeah, man, I've been playing a lot of games. One of the games that we'll be talking about a little bit sooner, but I also, guys, I finally picked up Bayonetta 1. I am very like, I'm going to get a lot of like hate and a lot of slander for this, but I really don't care, bro. Y'all can fight me in the comments. At least y'all are using the comment section. 
I have trouble going back and playing older games. I don't know if that's just me, me being like a noob gamer or like a noob to this criticism type thing. Uh, but it's harder for me to go back and play older uh, versions or older stuff when it comes to the franchise, like the earliest title to the franchise. So um, usually I always just kind of start off like, like Bayonetta three. I just played the new one because it was the newest one. Um, but this was like the first time it really hit me to where like Bayonetta three was so far off from the other ones. Or like, I didn't know what was going on that it, it made me want to go back and play the older ones. So I picked up Bayonetta one and it's very like, it's definitely a mature game uh, when it comes to like cussing okay. blood uh, combat. It's a lot more like you could tell, like, and maybe we'll have to bring this up, but like, you could definitely tell like video games. They definitely like, pg them or they bring them down a lot now just for that reason i feel like just so they can play them on stream or they can make content for it but i feel like they do that on purpose because games back in the day like i felt like they had no filter or like they had no expectations when it came to like putting like a filter or like a bleep or type of covering um but to say the least i think bayonetta one is turning out to be a uh, a little masterpiece in the working um why don't you like to go back and play older games. I don't know. I, I really don't because it's kind of it's kind of like a harsh re- reality to where it's like I didn't do this gaming stuff a lot when I was younger. So like when mm-hmm. it came to like me enjoying it now and it's kind of like turning into a family thing, doing sure. it with my wife, my kids, um, and something we enjoy a lot more. It makes me want to do games. Uh, I'm more like I'll do the newer stuff, but like all the stuff I missed out on, I just feel like, bro, it was there in the past and it should be left in the past but that's kind of like i said that's just a bad thing to say and i know that's a bad thing to say because i know how many great games there were back in the day i mean look at a lot of stuff that came out this year that like could be potentially not game i mean you could say game in the year but i hope a remake don't win game in the year like resident evil 4 look how good that remake actually turned out for i don't think remake should be no it shouldn't it shouldn't but i mean like it was one of the better games this year i'll say that not better than the game we're going to be talking about, but I mean, I think doing this Bayonetta one and this Bayonetta two, and it's kind of like sparked my love into going back and trying to do that type of stuff. Like, I think kind of it kicked it off with you when you started doing your Pikmin journey. I'm like, okay, he's he's being patient with Pikmin four. He's doing one, two, three. He's going through everything, and you're gonna mm-hmm. feel some type of way when you hit four. When you beat the whole franchise, you're gonna be like, this feels great. Yeah. So, and you can see the like. The improvements, the changes, you know, down the road, if I want to do a, like, right. let's, let's walk through all four and talk about pros and cons, like, yes. let's rank them, and then I can safely say that I have played and beaten all of them and recently, so, you know, it could be, like, revisiting X series, like, I just finished all Pikmin's and here are my thoughts, you know, or whatever the game is. Right. Um, because I think at the time, like, if it's still fun, um, I mean, maybe Pikmin's different because it's it's like a hyper collectible. You know, it's it's very I don't know. It's it's like very approachable. Bayonet is probably not as approachable as that. Okay. Uh, just just in terms of like it's it's a kids game. I mean, it's 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 a puzzle game for sure. So it's it's annoying and tough in some spots, but it's a puzzle game for for younger younger folks. And uh, I don't know. It's I think it's cool to go back and revisit it. I I'm like going back because I wasn't allowed to have stuff gaming system when i was younger so i missed out on a bunch of stuff that i've always wanted to play so it's definitely a nostalgia thing but mm-hmm. um good games were good games regardless when they came out in my opinion so i agree 
Uh, I totally agree with that, man. That's why I think after doing this Bayonetta one stuff, I definitely want to go back and like get into some of that older stuff. So. Yeah, that's awesome, uh, guys. Like I said, welcome to episode number forty-eight, the gaming podcast where we talk about everything weird and gaming and gaming news so if you like that type of stuff make sure you guys leave a sub like comment because literally all that stuff does help i know it gets kind of annoying when we we say it every time or you hear it every single day but seriously if you do like the way me and peter talk about our gaming news uh a sub goes a long way for sure it really does it really does and if you do want to help further with like sending in donations or having your question pop up on screen, you guys can send a KYN chat at kynchat.com. All the proceeds keep the lights on, keeps everything going for the podcast and keeps me, Peter and Jimmy happy. And you guys love when we're happy. So definitely keep that in mind. Peter, are you ready to uh, kick off the podcast with the uh, games that are coming out this week? Yes. Yes, I am. All right, let's get into it. Do we have a question of the day? We do, but I threw it into one in the middle of the topics. Gotcha. So question of the day will be coming guys, but it will be. You're fine. No, you're not fine. Actually (laughs) games that are coming out this week, guys, there's a lot of them. Um, I'm telling you guys, we'll bring it up at like probably in like the next two weeks, but September and October are absolutely packed for games. So you're definitely going to want to save up your funds for games that are coming out within the next few weeks and months Uh, coming up for this week though. We have Everspace two. Hammer Watch 2, moving out to a lot of twos, a lot of, a lot of sequels, uh, Wayfinder, Red, De- uh, Red Dead uh, Redemption for the Switch, uh, and the DLC. Uh, Shadow Gambit's coming out on the 17th. Vampire Survivors is getting a Switch adaptation. That's going to be nice. A game that I'm super excited about that's taking a lot of stuff from Jet Set Radio is... Bomb Rush Cyberfunk. I'm pretty sure that game is going to be on Game Pass. No, wait, no, it's a Switch game. I'm sorry. Sorry, sorry. False alarm, false alarm. Still looks like a very good game. I'm definitely going to be checking that out. Of course, Madden NFL 24 is in early access right now, but it comes out completely on the 18th, and we will be playing. Um, And then, of course, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre comes out the 18th as well. A lot of packed games. A lot of good games, for sure. Yeah, this is gonna be. I wonder. It'd be. I wonder how they time release dates. Like, is there a season? It's kind of like movies, right? They, they release big action-packed movies closer to the summer um, when people have more free time, or like, do they? Is there a is there a rhyme and reason to releasing games at different times of the year? Like, that's a great I, question. Holidays so, for sure. Like Christmas. Holidays like is Christmas a big releases. one. I also, I think, I think if you're like one of the big three, you would release like one of your major titles, maybe not your best title, but maybe like one of like your, your, you know, like this is an exclusive, uh, you bundle it up with like the Xbox and then you are like the PlayStation and you release that, um, definitely around holiday time, one game at least, uh, the switch kind of does it with just Mario Kart, which like you get that for free. Uh, so that's cool. Uh, but I, I low-key sometimes think it's because of reasons maybe for game of the year reasons. Mm. Uh, a lot of stuff, like if you release it right before the deadline, it's kind of more fresh in your head versus like the other games that come out like yeah. at the beginning of the year that you kind of forget about. I kind of thought of that as a tactic or maybe just like along the lines of like, oh, I know that a major game isn't coming around, out around this time, so I might release it around there. There's rhyme and reason to it, I'm pretty sure. Uh, I just like I can't speak upon them, but I there's definitely reasons like that. I feel like that do play when it comes to releasing games. 
Um, I don't know if moving out too had that same strategy. If they were just like, eh, we'll just we're done. We'll just release." I don't it. think moving out needs like a strategic <laughs> release. Like you're the game or not, probably. <laughs> Games that are very strategic though, that have a lot of strategic matter, and that are the best games out right now, might want to strategically put out their game at a certain time, but. I didn't really think it mattered with this game because we were going to be talking about Baldur's Gate 3 for our main topic of the podcast. Um, to go ahead and kick it off, uh, if you guys not, have not heard of Baldur's Gate 3 or you guys have been seeing it all over the internet, there's kind of like one or the other. Baldur's Gate 3 is basically like that nerd Dungeons and Dragons aspects where it takes Dungeons and Dragons and it throws it into a video game and it uses a dice rolling system to like complete certain um actions in the game so like let's say you want to persuade someone into getting their loot or like getting past them you have to roll to get that if you don't hit your your roll then obviously you like an action will appear off of that uh but this game has been great uh just because the things you could do with it is like just off the charts so i think when i first saw this game pete it was more along the lines where it's like, do I want to invest in a Dungeons and Dragons? And I don't hate on Dungeons and Dragons. I think it's a cool aspect of it, but we know there's just like, it's deep. Like this game is deep with content, lore, secret stuff going on. Same thing with like a regular Dungeons and Dragons game. There's like the, the mind is the limit, bro. Like you, whatever right. your imagination has, you can do in this game. <clears throat> The character customization in Baldur's Gate 3 is absolutely off the charts. I spent two and a half hours just creating my character in the game. Um, I ended up creating a druid who could shapeshift, and I forgot what race he was, actually, but... Um, Red guy. Uh, yeah. Um, I think I he's a, it's a tiefling. I'm sorry about that. He's a tiefling. Uh, but me and my wife both made tiefling characters and he's a druid and he's shapeshift. So uh, a lot of his abilities in the game is like, oh, I can change it to a wolf and I can attack as a wolf or I can turn into a cat and I can hide. Uh, I also am very good with magic. But like the way you could create your character is like is nuts and the things you could do. Um, also within the game, um, it has like a turn based type style of combat, which might turn you off. Because we already talked about how JRPGs kind of irritate us with the uh, combat in a way. But yeah. with this one, it's not as bad and it's kind of fast paced to say the least. Uh, you can you can do multiple things in multiple turns and you can really strategize and really get your team to the way you want to to build like the perfect team to say the least. Um what what did you, what did you think about Baldur's Gate when you first saw? It? Obviously, you haven't played it because you don't play games unless it's on the Switch. But at the same time, do you you probably seen this game everywhere and you probably seen little snippets of it? Like, what are your like first impersonations or impersonations impressions? That's the word, Pete. Impressions mm, uh, mm. of the game and uh, what do you think of uh, Baldur's Gate three in general? Well, it's definitely, I'm aware of it, um, and I'm seeing nothing but good and positive reviews, and I think it's interesting that it's coming out and competing directly with a game like Diablo, and this is that, like one of the one of the articles that we were looking at um, uh, from Kotaku is like, there's been some debate back and forth, I mean debate, it, I wouldn't call it Twitter debate, I'm still calling it Twitter, not X, but debate back and forth of like, the game is doing well and it's clearly good. 
and people are there's been like this weird this weird input from devs or like former employees talking about like this maybe shouldn't necessarily be the expectation so like trying to um temper players expectations about i don't want to say like what a good game is but like it kind of felt that way reading some of this stuff right saying like hey like they're taking a big swing and they're they're taking a big swing on a um i think the quote was mega game they say so like players shouldn't expect this from every studio if 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 like the 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 dumb way of me not knowing everything looking at this is going they made a really really good game um and everyone else can't keep up and people are taking the time like they were saying like the studio is taking the time and the effort they have the resources to make a better quality product and not necessarily and they don't have a store correct like an in-game store to buy stuff no so here's the thing with uh you were kind of getting to it but uh the thing about Baldur's gate what makes it so great is yeah. this is the first time that we've seen a game in a very long time that released a full finished game that they're constantly working on like that i read an article earlier that they fixed a thousand patches or they put like a thousand patches in the game and fixes just because they listen to the community and they're like hey this kind of happened and um, to be on the little naughty side, I've seen a little penises clip through some uh, some clothing here and there. So, um, dude, there's a whole customization aspect where you could like literally customize your junk. <laughs> like that's nuts. Like if you re- like this game is like a horny game. <laughs> back on back on. We'll 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 talk about it in a second. Those? We'll talk about it. We'll talk. <laughs> we'll talk about it in a second. Um, no, but um, it's the first finished game. Great game. I would say, I think it's a great game to where like, it doesn't have microtransaction. It's releasing a full game. It's fixing the game constantly. You pay the $60. This is what you're getting. Okay. This is why this is so fresh. Smell the roses. I like the feeling. This is what Mm. I like to see a Mm. game. That's finished a game. That's done $60. Boom. You're getting everything you need. You're getting the 40 hours to complete the game. You're getting the 67 of extras and everything else you want to find side characters, uh, different play, like multiple playthroughs, randomized stuff. You're getting value. V a L U E value. Peter. I thought you were going to keep going. I was like, no, no, no. Stop. (laughs) Stop. You got them all. Like, that's like I start adding like QC yeah. like, number two exclamation point seven like, times three. Like, <laughs> no, but like I think that's why like I, I I really love and I value this game so much and like it should really put out a message to a lot of people that are making games and developing games that like you don't need the microtransactions you don't need the DLC like people playing the DLC during their early stages of creating the game. Like you don't need to. Right. The other game I'll throw in there and I'll go back to Baldur's Gate, Remnant 2. Remnant 2 came out and Remnant 2 was a game that it it makes you want to do multiple playthroughs because not everybody will have the same experience in the game. Your playthrough is going to be 100% different than my playthrough. And it makes you have replay value and it's not and and then you think it's like, "Oh, do I got to buy cosmetics or anything?" No. You're good. Just play the game. You find all the cosmetics in the game. You find all the loot in the game that you need to make your character the way you want to and have the play style you want to and just enjoy everything. Right. And I could just like, I'm just so passionate about it. And that's why I'm so wrapped up. And I really hope a game like this wins game of the year. So some of these developers could just wake up and be like, yo, it's, it can be done. You, you wonder like, 
like how much of it is the developers making these decisions or the money people making these decisions. And I feel like it's, it's always going to be like a top down thing, unfortunately, but it's also a like, Hey, we don't eat. I feel like it's a signal to, to other developers. Like, Hey, you don't have to go that route, that microtransaction. We're not going to, you know, bleed you for cash to, to make the game last longer. Uh, you know, we're going to release two maps. And you're going to spend $5 a map or, or whatever the situation is. Uh-huh. It's like they they said, nah, we're going to keep it quality and we're going to do it well. And um, like we've talked about a hundred times on this show, people will wait for quality products, especially I think gamers. Too. Like, why wouldn't, why wouldn't we wait for this? You don't have to rush this. Just make it like we know there's going to be bugs, but if the core of it's great, and there's there's bugs which are inevitable. Like we'll pay the seventy dollars because it's it's seventy dollars worth of game, mm. versus oh thank you for the free game, and you know like like Blizzard's like the opposite of this right now for some reason they just like aren't getting it. Nah, after uh, after and, seeing a lot of stuff with the the Diablo four stuff, like I I I listen to Diablo four stuff just to say like why people don't like it. It's just yeah. a, it's just a money hole, man. And yeah. it sucks. Like Diablo has went that route and you see that with blizzard now, even with the, the way they they're doing overwatch now, or yeah. I guess if you want to throw an Activision because Activision blizzard are kind of that same ceiling. Um, I feel like Activision has even had like the call of duty instances where it's like, now we talked about it on one of the other shows. They're making it to where you could like pay to win. Basically, if you buy this loadout, you can get an extra right. attachment or it's as to help you win. Um, it's just it's it's crazy, man. It's crazy. I um I'm not asking you. I'm telling you. I I really recommend like if you do get time, like you're done with the little Pikmin stuff, you want to pick a PC game, you catch it on sale, bro. Please pick it up. It's worth the sixty bucks as it is, bro. But if you have time, just go ahead and just like throw it on your wish list, like after the show type stuff. Cause I, I think this game is, it would be perfect for you. And I think you could really get into it. Um, me, me and Morgs, we've been doing a playthrough together, guys. Uh, Morgs is my, my beautiful and lovely wife. If she's watching, um, she, uh, we've been doing a playthrough together and we both made tieflings and we've been going through the story together. And like, it's, it's fun doing it co-op because then we could like kind of base our decisions off what we want to do to each other. Like with each other, we might run into a character and it's like, Ooh, I don't trust them. And like there was like an instance in the game where it was like a vampire came through and it was like, oh, I I'm I'm so woozy. I just need a little bit of blood. Like, can I get some blood from you? And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm like, no, no, no. And she's like, well, he could be helpful. And I'm like, you don't know what he's going to do to you. But like, that's the type of scenario in that game that right. it throws at you. And you're going to think you're going to be like, dude, I don't know. And then, like, race plays into effect to where, like, goblins don't like tieflings, and then uh, tieflings are frowned upon by dwarves, and dwarves are just m- m- killers. Like, it, it's it, right. it's like a whole world, bro. And the cutscenes are fire. The, the way you can communicate with other characters in the game is absolutely fire. I've loved literally everything about this game. Uh, so... My question of the day to everybody and to Peter at the same time, do we, do we think that this is the game of the year winner? We still have September. We still have October, but based on what you've seen from this game, do we think that it has the chance to win game of the year over a game like tears of the kingdom that more people are fond to play 
over something like this because it might be a little bit more their style and more familiar than a Dungeons and Dragons game. Yeah, I think I think this will be on the list for sure, uh, just because of the feedback already, and that you have people who are saying it's too good. Essentially, like it's too good. It's going to affect people who are making bad games. That's a that's a good sign. I feel like it's also there's some recency bias. So the later in the year you release something, um, the better chance because it's fresher on everyone's minds, whether they mm. want to believe it or not. Like we'll see stuff that was released way earlier in the year that probably won't win. Um, yeah, I, I, why not? Why shouldn't it be on that list? What do you think? I definitely think it could win. Sorry, my son's here. Uh, I uh, I definitely think it could possibly win game of the year just for the fact that I think it's um, I think it does everything right and it and it and it it check marks everything off. Great game, great cutscenes, great combat, great visuals. I mean, like I haven't seen a game like this in a very long time, maybe since Elder Ring. Um, and like I think this is one of that those games where like I felt like people get overhyped for tears of the kingdom. And I, I don't like using the word overhyped, but people expect tears of the kingdom. is going to be a good game. Elden ring came out and it was Elden ring. People tried that for the very first time. It was like, Oh, I never played a souls game, but I'll play Elden ring just for how good it is. Right. And it makes them a fan. Now that Baldur's gate three came out. I never thought about playing Baldur's gate one, two, two and a half, one and a half, half Baldur's gate, Baldur's lawn, Baldur's pool like I never thought about playing any of that bro like I just (laughs) I was just like Baldur's Gate 3 and I was like I'm gonna give it a shot but now that I played it I'm like now I know what to expect and now it's got my eye on like the franchise and the developing and the studios in general Um, I think this game does have the the power to win game of the year and I hope like people really see that vision and say like this game is changing the wave of gaming and I felt like I've said that a lot of time when it comes to the games but we're talking about a finished game fixing all the problems that the community is putting out because they care about the community. They're also no DLC, no microtransaction. Everything is fully put in the game. Only $60 because it's a PC game, not 70. And so as you could say, possibly it's cheaper than a lot of the main games that are coming out. I mean, what's not to love? What's not to appreciate? It's, it's just crazy that it's getting pushed back because it's raising standards. Mm-hmm. it's like this is how games used to get released yeah clearly less money and you know smaller teams or whatever but games were done when you got them mm-hmm. they had to be there's some bugs but like you couldn't have that many just because like if, if you sold it at 60 dollars and there's a bunch of bugs in it it's, it's gonna fail obviously but the games were done for the most part when you got them and they so by, by like releasing this and it's it's extremely well done as a product and then people are going, hey, 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 don't raise the standards. But that's what a standard is. Like, why would we go back? Why, bro, there, why was that, there was yourself? never like a there was never a PS2 store, bro. Like when you bought a PS2 game, like that's the game you get. Right. You buy a PS1 for game, better, that's the game worse. you get. That's the yeah. game you have. That's the yeah. game right there. Yeah. If it's stunk, it's stunk. Like they weren't releasing patches. <laughs> right. right. Exactly. Exactly. And the game and, had to be done. And and for for the, for this threat, I mean it's a it's a big thread um and for people to say like if they make a game even better than this one they'd go bankrupt and you're like why because it just takes more resources to make it but mm. i don't know man i so what are you supposed to do go we could make it better but we shouldn't 
That makes no sense to me. I I got I kind of get they they have to bank on people literally just buying their game. They can't bank on microtransactions. Right. I take that bet. They right. it, had, it maxed out at eight. I think it peaked at eight hundred thirty thousand concurrent players or at one point. So you're saying eight hundred thirty thousand times sixty. They're not going bankrupt anytime soon. They're good. We're good. Take a vacation. We're, Take a we're good off. over here. We're yeah. good over here, bro. Get the dice ready. Get the dungeon master out. We're ready to. We're ready to play. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And part and part of the thread too. I'm just gonna read this thing. It says uh, every RPG should be like this going forward. You have no excuse. And this individual is saying you missed the point. You've created the expectations and conditions to ensure your favorite creators and devs. I, I assume that's what he means. Able to give you thing you ever love again. That's not true, though. That's not true. Why are there three Dark Souls games? Right. So they made something great, and then they made it better, and then they made it better again, and it's just getting more and more popular. Dark, Soul, Dark Souls 1 walks, so Dark Souls 2 could, like, not walk at all because that game stunk. But Why are there 48 Assassin's Creed? Yeah, but like, there shouldn't you know, be. You know there shouldn't be. I know, but you know what I'm saying? Like, you Come on, make, man. You can make this one than... podcast we weren't supposed to bring up Assassin's Creed, bro. Can you just <laughs> hold it in you? Like, seriously, I, I don't want to dude, talk about that I game. I don't. But, like, I Halo 1 to Halo 2. For a reason. Halo 2 to Halo 3. Like, it, you can you can keep going. Like, you can just keep going. You can just make better stuff. You can just keep going. You don't That's have easy to, to. You don't Jesus, have to stop. Do better. Just do go. Better. Just keep going. Like, why, why would it doesn't make sense? It does. I don't I like get it. you, man. Sorry. I'm all heated up now, dude. It's hot. He's sweating. That's why he he keeps the rag on deck, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, I do wash it. Don't worry. <laughs> I don't believe him, but I do believe in you guys, man. Thank you guys all for being here. I appreciate it, man. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I want to give a big shout out to uh, Cooldown, Jerry's, and Tommy. All kicking it in the chat right now, and I'll uh, reply. So, thank you guys all for being here. We really appreciate it. Um, the next topic I do have is a question for you, Pete. Pete, I want to. Uh, how would you What's think? Up? How would you think gaming would be if we only had one console? I think it'd be more expensive. Go, just start naming off some stuff, man. What do you think? One console, what does that mean for gaming? Like, first thing I think of is more expensive. Um, they want to be like more eager to fix anything because where else are they going to go? Um, it'd be more expensive. It'd be yeah. like having Comcast internet. Like, that's all you get. Good or bad, that's all you get. It's, Everything gets worse when you don't have any competition. So mm-hmm. uh, I think it'd be more convenient for developers. Very convenient. Uh, it, I think if you say more convenient for gamers, I don't know if that's convenience. I think there's just no choice. I wouldn't call that convenience. Um, and then we wouldn't have the, uh, you know, the fun console wars. So mm-hmm. everyone makes less money when there's only one, th- one option. Mm. I wanted to ask you that question because the um, there was an article that I was reading and the Final Fantasy 16 producer um, and the director to Final Fantasy 14 wished that everyone played games on the same console. Uh, this article came from IGN and it was by Ryan Dinsdale. And uh, basically the whole article consists on is like they just wish that uh, people could play games in just one area instead of just having exclusives and just being like everything is built for this. You don't have to like diverse everything and push it to different platforms or a different system. Uh, Because if you guys don't know, we didn't really talk about it on here, but Xbox finally got the approval that they can. I think they're putting out Final Fantasy I think it might be final fantasy 14 or they have 
there's certain Final Fantasies that are coming out to Xbox. I don't know if this means future titles or anything, but as of right now, Square Enix and like Final Fantasy games are going to start rolling out on Xbox. Uh, so there's been a big debate back and forth about like maybe PlayStation should buy them out and all this stuff. And they kind of been like the, the talk of the discussion because they're kind of in the middle of that game wars thing or that, uh, that uh, console wars. Um, so they were just like, hey, man, like, you know what? If everybody could just work on one console, it would just be great. Um, do you kind of like, do you agree to that? Like, do you think that like we just had, and I don't want to say like one or the other, because clearly PlayStation is better than Xbox, but what if we just had an Xbox and like PlayStation didn't exist? You feel that's fine with me. Um, if we only had one, I don't know, man. Like, couldn't you just release your games on one console alone? Like, isn't that the fix for it? You make less money. So maybe they don't feel like they have an option, but you already make exclusives, so why why share already? Mm-hmm. Um, I I think that's just like an ease of ease thing, right? It's it's easier for the the companies themselves to to have one one thing to operate out of. Um, but I I don't I don't think consumers win in that scenario. I don't mm-hmm. think uh, I don't think we win. Dude, honestly, I think we I think we lose when when there's when there's less choice. Um, I don't know. That's how I feel. Tommy said Zelda is the perfect example of that. Cooldown said I'd be fine if they got rid of exclusives in a whole. Um, so I wouldn't say get rid of exclusives. This is more of the fact that like if I mean, I guess they kind of fit together. I'm sorry, but it's more of the fact and I've seen it with Madden in general with Madden to say the least Madden would like they don't have competition. So when it comes to Madden, they don't have to worry about what if the what if the other football game that uses right. the NFL teams has a better game than me? No, they don't. They don't have to. So if Xbox didn't have no competition or PlayStation didn't have no competition or Switch didn't have no competition, they can say it all they want. They feed off each other and they they make each other better every day. If LeBron James went up against mailmen every day of the week, every time he played a basketball game, you think he'd get better? No. He needs people like KD. He needs the Joel Embiid. He needs the Giannis's to keep him in check to better his game. People evolve and people better all the time. And that works for consoles in a way too. If you don't have the PlayStation five, Xbox would not try and fight that. And they would put out the worst games like scorn and Redfall and the last case of Benedict Fox. Cause they're like, I don't got to worry about PlayStation. Let's put out the last case of Benedict Fox three. Because no, who cares? That's what y'all are playing. Right. They don't have right. to. Right. But now when it when it when you see them put out games like Ghost of Tashima and they put out games like, you know, like Chia, Ratchet and Clank, Spider-Man, they're like, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We need some of that. We need a little piece of that. They gotta they gotta put in time into that. Like, and they see like, okay, you see PlayStation, they did it with the Switch. Bro, we're putting pieces together. PlayStation did it with the Switch when they came out with the Project Q. What if Switch never came out with that and Switch never existed? They never had the handheld version. All gaming was just sit at your desk, sit on the couch, and they didn't innovate that to play outside of that. So I really don't agree with what this dude. I get what he's trying to say. It would be better if we just had everything on one console or just all the consoles, man. But like, we would nothing would get better. Nothing would get better with yeah. gaming. Maybe from a consumer, maybe I'm just looking at it straight up as a consumer in a dumb bucket hat, but like that's just how I feel. I don't think I agree with the statement. It would be better for the players. I don't. I don't buy it. I'd, you'd really have to dive in. I, 
I think it'd be easier for developers and I think it'd be easier to charge more money because you don't have options. So mm. I, I don't see how that benefits players at all. Yes. So I disagree. disagree respectfully. Respectfully. You've been like on a tear today, dude. Is that good? No. Thank you. <laughs> All right, guys. We're heading out. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, All right. Well, that's been a good episode. We're 24 <laughs> minutes short, but we'll catch you next week. Yeah, I think I, I'm not really feeling so good. It's getting late. Wow. It's really that time. Uh, <laughs> um, getting into the next topic, guys. Uh, something that I wanted to bring up and that I'm super excited about is that we finally got a little sneak peek and a little bit of a a little teaser for the new Ninja Turtles: The Last Ronin, and we finally figured out who is actually working on this title. So the same people that are that made Destroy All Humans is working on The Last Ronin, and if you don't. No, or if you haven't heard, uh, the last Ronin is basically going to have a lot of inspiration from games like God of War. Um, uh, it's going to have like an RPG, and it's it's going to have it's going to be a darker story to what we're used to with Ninja Turtle games. Um, and I I solely threw this in here because you really don't get a lot from the teaser, but like, man, does it feel good to kind of know who's working on the game a little bit so you can kind of let's look back and see what they worked on. You're like destroy all humans. Like, I'll take it. It's not like, okay, it's not like one of those like up there developers or teams, but sure. like, we'll take it. We'll take it. I trust what like Nickelodeon has been doing with Teen Mutant Ninja Turtles. I think they've like completely flipped the franchise. And really? it's, I think for the better. Ninja Turtles was very peak when I was a kid. I feel like I felt like when I was a kid, you had the Ninja Turtles with the actual actors. Like the, I would say, like live action. I guess you had like that. That movie was great. You had one was good, two was great, and then three was just mediocre. To be honest, because what was going on in that movie? Sure. Uh, but everything after that, like the cartoon was okay. Then they had little spinoffs, and you're like, okay. Then Michael Bay put out his version of the Ninja Turtles. I'm like, it's cool. But like with that new Mutant Mayhem, and now we're getting a last Ronin game, like Ninja Turtles is out here hunting. Like we're talking like it's going to have like, it's going to be competing with like Spider-Man, Miles Morales type level of compete. I mean, I hope so. Because if it's as good as those series of movies, like those movies are really really good i I didn't have any words for it i mean it's the animation in those movies is crazy i've never seen anything like that before you need Um, to you need to go see mute mayhem yeah 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 seth rogan's in that right seth rogan post malone ice cube does it feel like a modern like take on it i know they're playing like younger kids but it's very modern okay very modern take still good it had me cracking up it had jokes that i would get it would have jokes that my son got. He laughed. My son's four years old. He's laughing at this movie. He's understanding what they're saying. I'm laughing. My too like, old, you think? No, like it's like it hits like okay. a perfect. It's like a perfect age group. Like I kind of feel like even Miles Morales does. I always compare it to that because like I feel like it's on the same level. It's animated and it's it's more of like awesome. a super, yeah, it's like a superhero type thing. So I always like throwing them in the same category when I like debate the two, uh, just because I feel like those are like. Like one and two, like one A, one B, 
uh, worst yeah. case scenario. Um, but you know what I just thought of? It would be kind of cool. Like, what if, like, I know the movies does this. I might just buy this, like, the movie subscription, bro. Like, to go to the movies. Go see any movies I want. Where? Dude, I like think AMC they do that in my movie theater. No, I gotta look it up now. Go ahead Is and... Is uh, local keep... one? Uh, yeah, go ahead and keep talking about the Ninja Turtles. I gotta look this up. Uh... <laughs> well, Shredder's, Shredder's Revenge was good. That was a good game. And I saw that, uh... uh one of the homies had posted a, um, a, an expand, not a, I guess DLC is coming out for Shredder's Revenge. Mm. So that's going to be coming Whoa, out. It's DLC for Shredder's Revenge? Yeah. Swear. Yeah. What? Yeah. That's so, hype. Yeah. So I hope it's, uh, I hope it's on Game Pass because that'd be cool. That'd be a really fun stream night. Um, oh my dude. I that. did not know. Yeah. Yeah. It's in that, uh, it's in that Twitter DM, but, I, I've always liked Ninja Turtles, man. I've never been like a super fan or anything, but I've I've always I always thought it was like a cool, cool set of characters. I watched the cartoon obviously when I was younger. Played the, the uh, Nintendo games, um, so I'm excited, man. And this is this is supposed to be dark. Like they're making a movie as well. Is that correct? Or have they announced uh, that yet? for for what for Last Ronin? I don't know, but I think they should. If this if this does well and the graphic novel has already already done well, this is gonna be a movie at some point. Mm-hmm. Of, especially with the resurgence of Ninja Turtles and like the DLC. Like it's still a profitable franchise. It's still popular. And if you made it really dark, if you made it like legit R rated, it could be it could be really sick. Assuming that not all the actors and writers are on strike, but yeah, um, that's like that's I like that. That's up for another discussion. I forgot what who's on strike, but I've heard about that. Um, a- actors and writers. I think it's the. I could be wrong. Is it the Screen Actors Guild? Is it the SAG? I can't recall. But a lot of those folks are on strike. But the last round it would be a pretty sick movie if you made it rated R. So I'm Based looking I'm here. Saying. I'm looking here. I had to look over my theater, bro. Like I think they have uh, a membership. I don't know if they have a. I could have sworn that I saw like you could like pay a certain much a um, certain amount a month and then go see as many movies possible. Am I like is that just an Ohio thing? That's all we got. No, that's probably a thing. That's probably a thing. <laughs> I'm like sitting here like I'm like, dude, that has to be a thing. We could re- we could rent out a movie theater and do that. That'd be cool. That'd be sick. <laughs> No, I really hope they do a movie for the last Ronin because that would be uh, that would be hype. I'm excited for the game though. I I I I want to hear more. I hope the release date comes out. And um, the game has a lot of expectations for it. I think this title itself, it's not like a SpongeBob game. I don't. I it will hit like more of a a, a demographic and like a uh, an audience more than like a SpongeBob would. I feel like I think I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, Ninja Turtles, serious Ninja Turtle story, like God of War. Mm-hmm. I'm in. Um, so. I feel like if they make it, they make it, I can't even, I'm sorry. I can't even rare Ohio W. Like I just can't even true, like, true, bro. Right next. Yeah. You like, you sign up for the membership next to the cornfields. Apparently. Um, it's not even but, visual. Uh, it's just like a walk up. But I just feel like it's going to, it's going to be more like played. Um, and a lot more serious. So it's going to be taken a lot more serious. So make it right, make it good, and we go from there. Um, so it can't be rated PG, though, or G, or whatever. No, nah, it man. definitely wouldn't. It's I a graphic think, novel, man. 
you can't I, make it rated teen or you gotta go you gotta go ham i think i think everybody is kind of aware that it might not be mature or whatever. it will be yeah. mature i don't think it will not be like pg oh really nah so I mean, they did that to the Hunger Games. They took a pretty mature rated book and made it into a PG thirteen movie. Which the last Ronin, though, the whole aspect of it is that all the turtles are dead. Like you can't put that in a non PG way or like a PG way. I'm sure they can. That makes me nervous. It's Nickelodeon. How hard can they go? That is Nickelodeon. I didn't even think about that. Let me know what you guys think in the comments down below. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and kick it off to Peter because Peter is gonna go ahead and kick us off with the fourth topic of the day. Um, it could be one of the ones that you sent me. Yeah, I actually want to talk about uh, it's a an upcoming video. So here's the headline: An upcoming video game is so realistic it simulates homeless a homelessness crisis, getting laid off, and Gen Z going broke. Now there's only a handful of city sims and city builders out there so it's actually going to be from cities skylines 2 and i'll say yeah um basically this game is is trying to become quote the most realistic city simulation ever uh including tragic car accidents um going broke because of the market a house for example, a household may be unable to make rent due to the high or increasing value of the land and being a combination of low income. They're really just trying to, I mean, I, I don't even, why would you want to play this? Like, why are you trying to like this simulate is so, what this may is so be going gross. on in real life to you? you know like you're just trying to like, I think, I don't know about you guys, but I play video games to not worry about the rent I have to pay yeah. <laughs> like on the first. So you can it, pay rent so, on one monitor and then pay rent in game on the next. So you're sitting there telling both. me you're sitting there telling me while I'm making my city, I have to worry about taxes. I got to worry yeah. about people getting hurt. Like, dude, yeah. this is like next level, like extreme. I like the realism though. I do like the realism to say the least. The realism is kind of cool, but at the same time, bro, like I play video games to escape. I'm not trying to like make sure I get out of the ambulance way. And if I don't, I'll be arrested. And I can't work on my city for the next three years. Like, you get arrested and you can't even play all the buttons are grayed out. You're just, you're no, just done. Your city just out. goes and turns to poop. Nice. You can. Okay. So it's also saying that you can. You have to manage a city, but you could be infected by economic woes from families being unable to pay rent and you having to evict people uh, to having companies with sweeping layoffs and companies going bankrupt. And so I'm reading this stuff about this and just like, this is the realism is too much right now. This is the this worst is, time. To this is too much. Like, imagine just like doing your thing, and then a side mission pops up. Like, oh, you gotta evict, gotta right. evict, <laughs> you gotta evict these people. They haven't paid rent in three months, dude. But it, it also Specialist talks about team, man. If you use a baseball bat, you get extra money. Like, I don't like, I don't like. What are you... the local goons to come through? And just like <laughs> people out. Uh, it also says that uh, it ha- the decisions that you can make can also affect. Um, like for example, traffic accidents. If you don't maintain the city's roads well, um, if the garbage folks go on strike or the landfills aren't properly maintained, oh, you'll start to see trash pile up on the streets. Uh, if there's too much pollution, people stop going outside. 
um, and you know, so on and so forth. But all all this in mind, the if they can truly simulate that, that's insane levels of game design. Like that, that is, is that's super impressive. As we far as we a, a game goes. We live that's in the new Pete. standard of yeah, we live, like we Baldur's live. Gate before it. City Skylines 2 is the new Baldur's game. Gate came out with having sex with a bear, and now City Skylines is coming out with uh, better have your rent on the first, <laughs> or you're in trouble. Uh, you better the hope boys we, are coming through. The garbage people need a raise. Better make sure it's in the budget. If it's not, like, nobody, like, houses are going to be stinking. Yeah. So, that's oh. great. I mean, who's pl- first of all, who's play- who's got the time to play this? Second, it's too real. I don't know. Okay, that. I'm going to go on a limb, though. This game is tough. Like, okay, so like it's it's a lot and it's very serious. But I think that's why I like it. I love the feeling. I do. love it. Dude, there is a mechanic. They, they, gave, a mechanic. Me too, they gave me too much power. I love it. I love the game. I love it. You're never you're never playing this game, let's be honest. Uh and then there's a mechanic. Bro, I run Madden franchises all the time. You think I can't run a city? And when's the last title you brought home? Bro, imagine when's he's like, oh, people, people are moving because your football team went 2-13. and 13. So true, though. Newsflash, <laughs> you're in Atlanta. <laughs> your, your local sports team hasn't won, so people start leaving. That'd be so crazy. Star player Google Head James has left your city because... Your team ain't winning. Your team Google ain't head winning. James, <laughs> someone mark it down, please. <laughs> oh my there, god, bro! Like, there's a mechanic in the game. If there are, emer- I thought this was cool that if there's an emergency and ambulances are dispatched, if you zoom in, traffic on the road will part for the ambulance to, to make room for it. Just like in real life, like the details are going to be insane, but. The concept is like not happy at all. I don't need to see it all day on the news and then come home and simulate it to relax. I have a feeling there's going to be something in the game where it's like, okay, there's a schooling system. And if you're like, if your IQ isn't high enough for school, like there's going to be more car accidents. It's going to be like, I can, I can only imagine like how far this would go. Like, like, like just being like, oh, you put a roundabout in, but like you only have thirty percent of people from your high schools in your city like actually passing. So people don't know how to, how to actually use the roundabouts. It's just getting your older in a car population are using the roundabouts incorrectly. Just like right. real life. <laughs> oh, you need, much. To, you need to pay the much. security guards more because gas stations are getting robbed of cigarettes and Bud Lights, and it's like. <laughs> I'm never gonna play this game. Special achievement, diamond achievement. Have Ooh. a purge. Have a purge day, and then everybody just kills each other. And you're like, yeah, this game is it's legit, pretty wild. You're like, no I, crime, I will save. no crime. One day, mark it down. <laughs> oh man. Anyway, um, yeah, that's that's coming out. I just thought that. Like to highlight those elements specifically is is a bold choice of like simulating those things. Yeah, must cop, must cop. <laughs> Have it on your list. I'm gonna be on get it, gonna be on the Game Pass by the way, and Switch. 
Nah, I'm not playing. No, it's not. Switch. It's not gonna be on Switch. No. Uh, but yeah, man, that's. I just thought I wanted to share that as a uh, a wild direction to take for for a video game. But dude, I bet the city skylines community is just it's just tight. Oh, I bet they're pumped. Yeah, I bet they're pumped. I bet they're adding in a bunch of mods, and I bet they're uh they're ready to go, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So that's all I had for that one. Uh, do you want to try one more, and then uh, or uh, or go ahead and kick it off to to next week. Yeah, I um uh, last topic for the day, guys, before we kick into it real quick. Uh, we're going to keep it short and simple, but I just want to say thank you guys for everybody that's been here and stuff like that. Uh, make sure if you guys can, don't forget, uh, subs, they do help out a lot. So you guys make sure you don't miss us. We go live 8 p.m. Eastern every Wednesday. So uh, make sure you guys double check in for that. Um, And yeah, I just, I love that everybody's here. Um, last but not least, I didn't want to talk about a subject that me and Peter were kind of talking about a little bit before we hopped on the, um, hopped on. And we wanted to talk about, um, <clears throat> cheating in video games because, uh, just recently we had a, um, Pokemon worlds incident where, uh, someone got disqualified for cheating in Pokemon. And I feel Never. like this is, yeah. And, uh, I feel like this is a, uh, becoming a very likely occurrence because they, sometimes games like that and i will get pokemon credit because they do try to make it as easy as possible for you to get certain pokemon in the game but when there's like a meta in competitive and you can only get certain pokemon from three games down the road and it's like okay well you have to get this special pikachu that has surf that you got from a special event on a wednesday during 1 and 7 p.m because that's the only day it released um it sucks it's hard uh but um, I we need to stop with the cheating, fellas. Come on, come on. If you want to be, if you want to compete in these games, you got to put in the time, bro. Like I can't walk into a Pokemon training card event and I can't have um, uh, like college ruled drawn on cards. I gotta have the actual card. I gotta have it. I can't just print off a fake or use one from a different, like a cheaper version. You know what I'm saying? Like I just. I can't have a fake card. So like Pokemon has done a very good job of trying to make it to where it's easier to like make competitive Pokemon when it comes to like breeding, uh, being able to like push out certain events to where you can get these Pokemons more frequently, mm. uh, putting them in the game. I, I just, what you, what's your take on it, Pete? Like what's, how do you feel about cheating in video games? I, I think it's, I, 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 I feel like the answer is obvious, but let's, let's just, I'm, I'm not surprised that there's cheating in video games. I guess Pokemon I thought was like, a community that wasn't that way, but maybe mm. it's just all competitive esports at the at the top level. Uh, I can tell you right now, like Pokemon Company, I'm sure is one that has fairly strict rules and standards. So I'm sure some stuff sneaks through, but it just seems like, man, it just seems like one of those companies that you're just like, how, how could you do it to that company? Like, why would you try to? It's so it's such a good brand. I, I don't know, man. It it is like Pokemon's an amazing brand. It's it's super profitable. It's been around forever. It's probably going to be around. You can just keep going. You can just keep making Pokemon. Um, but should they be? Should they have been disqualified? A hundred percent. Should they be banned? I mean, yeah. Why not? Why not ban it for future events? Why, why should I, you come back? You'll never be I, I think again, I think so. the thing about him is that he got caught too. A lot of people do cheat in Pokemon just because, like, obviously it's easier to just duplicate them or buy them. But like, come on, man! 
I mean, it, put it if you're going to go pro in a game, you should definitely learn how to actually do it and put it your work into actual yeah. craft. That's just basically where I stand with it, man. Yeah, like, quit, quit cheating in video games, man. You can't, like, I mean, technically, I guess you could cheat in, like, you see it in esports all the time. People downloading, like, aim bots and stuff like that for, like, Call of Duty events or uh, CSGO. They have, like, they'll download, like, a certain file before they get into a game. And it's like, this is what it's turning into, man. These prize... These prize pools, man, people want to get that money at any means possible. And it sucks. It sucks. But, I mean, what are you going to do? Keep banning them. Keep DQing them. Hope the uh, the people who work for it get through. That's all you can do. I don't know if it's easier or harder moving forward. but Cheating um, in a kid's game. I know, man. But I, I guess it's the money. Like, the prize pools are... are are probably pretty good. But. The stakes are the stakes are high, man. But like, I mean, you made it all that way to worlds. I mean, think about all the, the whole way. But did you cheat the whole way? You can't like so you can't cheat in a battle just for the fact that like you still have to outpredict somebody. But you could cheat by getting the actual Pokemon. Okay. If that makes sense to you, so like, yeah. it's still kind of a fair advantage to like because stats and like roles they still play into like normal factors it's more the fact that like instead of spending five maybe six maybe seven hours to get whatever pokemon said need uh grinded ev trained uh perfect ivs um it takes time it takes like seven hours some somebody just here it is i'll give you 20 bucks all right dang it is a lot easier but still I don't know. It's a bummer. It's still prevalent. That stinks, but I don't know how you get rid of it completely. It's Keep a real... B- you know what else is a real bummer? That we got to log off for episode number 48. 50, 50 around the corner. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. So bummer, guys. Put the sad faces down in the comments below. Another week finished of Gaming Gone Weird. I'm going to miss you guys. Uh, Peter, <clears throat> tell the people where to... Um, or to find you so we could uh, see these beautiful faces again. You can find me on all socials at not ghost stories and ghost stories gaming. And, uh, we're going to be playing switch. We're going to be playing, uh, well, we know playing Palia. Okay. We we're getting ready for the football season. If I haven't mentioned that, uh, we're going to be getting ready. Yeah, there we go. Palia. If you guys haven't checked it out, it's free. Currently it's coming to switch as well. It is. I would call it like a mix between Minecraft Stardew uh, some Disney Dreamlight Valley effects in there. Think of it as a cozy uh, RPG farming quest sim. It's like, wow, if it was PG. That's the best. Um, I, saw the, I saw the clip in the footage you sent me, and I'm sorry we didn't say it earlier, but yeah, that Palia game does look pretty cool. Um, it throws in a little bit of everything, especially with the, uh, the mining, and it kind of has like a little bar to how fast you can mine. And I feel like the graphics really... Like I feel like it has that Disney Dreamland, like you said too. Kind of, kind of just going off what you said. It, it does look like a very cool game. To, is it free? It is free. It's in beta right now. It's crafting. You're built like you have this giant space to build on. So it's going to be like a lot of custom houses. Why's your dude so, bald? Uh, I don't know. I just went with bald. Um, That's so weird. So you see that like, fence on the left? You see that fence? So yeah. you can buy plots of of land to expand that area around where your, your home is. And right. then you, you can craft like a bunch of different stuff and build buildings. And, yeah. um, and then you can also, other players can visit your like area. When you're oh, I was farm. about to say, is it like an animal crossing effect? And I come, yeah, visit? yeah, but you're, but, but you can like, mess cool with stuff. 
if I'm not there still. It's not that's, just like, oh, let me look at oh, it. I don't like that. I don't uh, like that. You yeah. touch my stuff, I'm going to be, <laughs> yeah, be vivid. Exactly. But the thing is, you're, you're bald in that game. So it kind of like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, guys, this has been uh, this has been gaming gone weird. Thank you guys for watching episode number forty-eight. Uh, seriously, appreciate you guys more than more than anything in the whole world. Uh, my name is Nick Tanner, guys. If you guys don't know who I am, I'm a gaming critiquer, uh, journalist in a way, and I just love talking about video games and uh, reviewing them and giving my opinions on games, so you guys can make very great decisions on games you want to purchase. Um, at the moment, we're working on Bayonetta. Uh, we just finished Bayonetta 3, but we are going to be doing a part two of the review for that. Uh, so we have a lot of stuff that we have tuned on that channel review-wise and a lot of Bayonetta stuff. So if you like that, make sure you guys lock in. Um, also, if you guys want to check me out on Twitch or Twitter, all that stuff, you love Nick Tana on your favorite site. Make sure you guys check me out. Um, talk to me, man. I love talking to people on the internet, uh, getting takes back and forth, communicating, and I'll... Let us know down in the comments below how you felt about this show. Will you be returning next Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern? Let me know. Other than that, be safe. Tell someone you love them. Thank you guys for being weird. I'll catch you guys next week. Same time, same place. Should I tell them what we're going to talk about? Nope. Nah, you got to show up. You got to show up. Yeah, you got to show up. You got to be there. Be there. Be square. Bye. If you want to see all our videos about real news stories that are funny, stupid, or weird, click the subscribe button below. Otherwise, we'll start posting spoilers about your favorite new movies.